We have a very unique halacha on Hanukkah. The Gemara says, If someone is away from home, he's traveling, and he doesn't have the ability to light the menorah, and now he passes by a house and he sees in the window the candles that are lit from someone else's menorah, he makes the bracha, And this is a very unusual din. We don't find this halacha elsewhere. When I see someone else putting on tefillin, or take a lulav, or eat matzah on Pesach, I don't make a bracha. Only on Hanukkah do I make a bracha when seeing someone else doing the mitzvah. So why the difference? The Kedushas Levi says that Hanukkah is the yontav of seeing. The different me'adam correspond with our different senses. On Purim, our hearing is heightened as we listen to the Megillah. On Pesach, our sense of taste is sharpened when we eat the matzah and the marah. On Hanukkah, he says, we evaluate our sense of sight, testing how well we see. And that is why the halacha is haroya mevarach. Even when we see a menorah, we can make the bracha sha'asa nisim laviseinu. In the morning by the birchas hashachar, we say two brachos that are very similar. We say the bracha of pakeach ivrim, and then we say hamar ma'enai. Both brachos seem to be praising Hashem for our ability to see. So what is the difference between them? Says Rab Schwab, in the morning, we not only thank Hashem for our physical eyesight, but also for our long-term vision, for our perception, to be able to perceive things in the future. And perhaps on Hanukkah, when our sense of sight intensifies, it's not only our physical sight that becomes enhanced, but also our vision, meaning our goals, our aspirations, and our objectives become intensified and elevated on Hanukkah so that we can strive to achieve them throughout the year. There's a fascinating story told about the Panovich Rav. This story goes back to the 1940s. Two yeshiva bacharim went to Bnei Barak to visit the Chazayin Ish. They're walking around, and from a distance, they see from the top of a hill a lantern swinging back and forth. It looked a little strange, so they decided to investigate. They run up the hill to check it out. They get to the top, and they can't believe their eyes. Standing there is none other than the Panovicherov. He's standing on top of the mountain, holding a lantern and looking around. So the boys go over to him and ask him, Rabbi, are you looking for something? Perhaps we can help you find it. He tells the boys, I'm not looking for something, I'm looking at something. And the boys look around and all they see is earth and stones. So they ask him, Rabbi, we don't see anything. What are you looking at? And the Panovich Rav tells them, Look straight ahead. You don't see a besmedish over there that will house 700 yeshiva boys? And to the right of it, you don't see a beautiful dining room which will allow the boys to eat their bedera covered so they don't have to embarrass themselves going into town to find meals? And you don't see a dormitory with beautiful beds and furniture so the boys can rest and be rejuvenated to learn the next day with Menucha? And the boys were thinking, Oy Nebuch, the Rav went through so much during the Holocaust that he has tragically entered into a world of delusion. And they left feeling very sad for him. A few years later, when the Panovich Yeshiva was built with all its splendor and glory, one of the boys went over to visit the Yeshiva. And he approaches the Panovich Rav and he asks him, Do you remember me from the top of the mountain? And he looks at him and he says, Of course I remember you. And proceeded to give him a tour of the magnificent building. He showed them the glorious Besmedrish and the Sfarim room. He then took him to the dining room and over to the dorm and he shows him around. And he tells him, look how beautiful we decorated each room. Every boy with their own personal closet. 
After 20 minutes on the tour, the man tells him, Rabbi, please stop. I don't have any money. You're wasting your time. I'm not in a position to give you a check for the yeshiva. And the Panovich face turned pale. He tells him, Do you think I showed you around because I want your money? The reason I wanted to show you this building is because I still remember your face when we were standing on top of the mountain. How you and your friend looked at me when I told you about my vision for the yeshiva. And you must have thought to yourself, This old man has lost his mind. How can he at this age think that he can accomplish so much? And I can't blame you for thinking this way. But I want to tell you something. If a person puts his heart and soul into something and yearns to accomplish for the honor of Hashem, no matter how implausible it may seem, Hashem will help him make it happen. And that is what I wanted to demonstrate to you today by showing you this building. Talk about having the proper perspective. From that vision, the world of Panovich with tens of thousands of Tamidim was created. So as we take leave of Hanukkah, let the vision and the perspectives we gain during Hanukkah last throughout the long winter and beyond until we are Zoycha to the ultimate light of Mashiach speedily in our days. And now we know. Have a wonderful day.